0: Love, knowing and keeping secrets, it makes us feel loved. It makes us feel important. It makes us feel valued. But that is the best kept secret. We are loved by the Creator of the universe. This season, we are coming together with some of the most confident women that you will ever meet to discover the secret to moving beyond insecurity. If it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out, then queen, we've got some work to do. Let's get to it. Hey, y'all, it's me, Liv, and I am so grateful to have a moment with you today. I have a brand new super cute mug that I'm going to post in my Instagram stories later on today that says God's daughter on it. And I just have water today. But I want to invite you to go and grab a mug or a water bottle filled with your favorite deliciousness and come on over so that we can have a little quality time together. That is what QT stands for. And these are a few of my favorite episodes because it's just us just chopping it up (laughs) Enjoying a little conversation and really enjoying one another's presence. I wanted to share a little bit about my inspiration for this season. You may have recognized that we are talking all about how to grow in confidence in Jesus Christ this Season, and this is something that is incredibly near and dear to my heart. It's something that I write about in the Uversion Devotional that I had the opportunity to publish called Identifying Insecurity. And in that Uversion Devotional, I identified three ways to cultivate more confidence through intentional soul care. And I do want to invite you to go check it out. I'll put the link down below. But one of the reasons that this series is so important to me is because I struggled with insecurity in so many different ways throughout my life. And if we're going to be honest, I still struggle with it. You know, it shows up in so many different ways, whether it's imposter syndrome or self-sabotage or people-pleasing It is a mess and it really does inhibit us from becoming everything that God has ever designed us to be. But (laughs) this season, oh, this season, we are going to identify a few strategies to add to our tool belt so that when it begins to peak its ugly little head, we can get it together. I don't know if you have ever really took the time to think about Hebrews 10, specifically verses 32 through 39. But these are some of my favorite verses in the entire Bible because they show us that we have a confidence that we get to enjoy in Christ from the moment that we are born again. I know that there are lots and lots of different theories about how we develop confidence, and I definitely don't deny that they are false. I really enjoy studying the development of confidence. However, one thing that is clear from the scriptures is that it's something we have as believers, and it's true. There are times when other people come and attempt to strip us of our confidence. But what we find here in these scriptures is that it's more often true that we actually throw it away. Hebrews 10, 35 through 36 in the New Living Translation read, So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Did you catch it? The writer of Hebrews says, Do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. In order to throw something away, you had to have it in the beginning. The Greek word for throw is apabalo. And it just means to cast off, to figuratively lose something by an intentional act. And I think that's incredibly powerful, y'all. When we come into the body of Christ, we have a confidence that the Lord knows us, loves us, and hears us. We have a confidence that he wants to move through us, partner with us, and do the miraculous. But somewhere along the way, we begin to throw it away. So what is it? What is this word for confidence, the Greek word for confidence is parasia, parasia, and it means to be frank to enjoy free and fearless confidence, to have cheerful courage, boldness, and assurance. And I have to tell you that the description of cheerful courage is one that truly does convict me because even when I continue to maintain my knowledge that he will move, that he will do what he says. I sometimes lose the cheerful part of that descriptor and I continue to act courageously, but it's now out of a sense of obligation or duty or something that I do begrudgingly hesitatingly as if I don't want to do it when if we think back to those early days as the writer of Hebrews tells the Hebrews to do in verses 32 through 34 we'll realize that not only did we have a knowledge that God loves us sees us hears us has chosen us wants to partner with us but we were cheerful about it and we enjoyed the work. It's time to get back to that. It is time to get back to a cheerful confidence, a cheerful courage that the Lord has Just given us instead of throwing it away to doubt, instead of throwing it away to insecurity, instead of throwing it away to the desire to please other people, instead of throwing it away for some other attention seeking behavior, we have to get back to the cheerful courage that we first received when we were saved It's necessary. We're going to need it for this work ahead. But as the writer of Hebrews continues to say, we will receive all that the Lord has promised us. For in just a little while, verse 37 continues, the coming one, Jesus Christ, will come and not delay. He's coming back, y'all. Let's start acting like we believe that. Let's start acting in a way that would lead others to see who he really is without questioning or doubting whether or not he wants to speak to us when he gives us an unction, when he gives us a feeling within our hearts that we should say something. I have to tell you that last year, I was in San Francisco and a couple from Germany zoomed into the prayer meeting that I was a part of and they shared how hard it is to witness in Germany because it's such a post-Christian society and culture. But what they have been more surprised about is that they sometimes find that they are getting in the way of the Holy Spirit's work. You know, the word tells us not to quench the spirit. And the session that they led was so powerful because they said that they had begun to reason with themselves about this post-Christian culture that they were living in. To the point that when the Holy Spirit would move on their hearts to say something to someone that they didn't have relationship, they would begin to argue that it couldn't possibly be him within themselves, of course, because they hadn't done the necessary work of establishing the relationship. And it was through this session that they led that they reminded us that We are not responsible for the results, but we are responsible for obedience. And it turns out that the Lord had already planted a seed in this young lady's heart whom they were to speak with. And from the moment that they said what the Holy Spirit put on their hearts to say to her, she instantly responded with excitement and a sense of urgency. They encouraged and challenged us to ask the Lord who it was that he would have us to speak to. Now, this was 4.15 or so on the last day that I was spending in San Francisco for my birthday. And there was a young lady at the Starbucks down the street that I had just gotten to know and enjoyed joking with over the past couple of days that my husband and I had been in town. On that particular day, the Lord told me to write her a letter. I didn't know what I was going to write and it sounded silly. To be honest, it sounded like a cop out because the harder thing to do would be to tell her about my witness. The harder thing to do would be to, you know, share my story openly. Writing came easily to me. And so I began to fight with the Holy Spirit about the ease with which I felt him calling me to. Nonetheless, I got the paper out. I began to write down exactly what he put on my heart and with each and every word that I wrote, he gave me another. And I began to tell this story that I hadn't told in years, one that I didn't even remember until that moment about how I'd gotten connected to a church in Las Vegas after the Lord completely changed my entire life in the worst way, (laughs) which as we all know now, was the best way. But I wrote this letter and then I prepared to head out. But when I tell you that I came up against so many different distractions trying to get out the door, it was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. So I ended up being about 15 minutes later than I'd been every other day. Now, I'd gone every single day that week That we stayed there in San Francisco. And the Starbucks had been empty y'all. It had been my husband, my dog. Because they actually allow you to take dogs in there. And that might be weird to y'all or gross. But whatever. He, It wasn't like the dog was behind the barista counter. Okay it's fine. (laughs) It had been me, my husband, my dog and the baristas. That was it. I got there on this particular morning. Our last morning. And that place was packed. There was at least 20 people there and she was so busy. I didn't even get to talk to her. As I was waiting on my drink, she who who had been working um, one of the machines came over, grabbed my cup and said, Liv, here's yours. Even though she'd had to get it from one of her coworkers. I went over, I said, I know this is really random, but um I just wanna give this to you. And she said, Oh, okay, thanks, you know, and so she put the note in her pocket And I had put my Instagram handle at the bottom of it. And when I finally checked my Instagram later on that day, she left me a really long note to tell me about how she just moved back to San Francisco. Her grandma had been encouraging her to get back into church, but it wasn't a move that she was particularly excited to make. And she just didn't know where to start when it came to looking for churches. She continued to go on a little bit more. And when I tell you, when I tell you it was the most encouraging thing (sighs) to just know that we do serve an omniscient God would serve a God who knows all things. And it was as if I had the opportunity to pick up a piece Of that confidence that I had thrown off earlier that day. I was able to pick up a piece of that confidence that I had thrown off to doubt. That I had thrown off to insecurity. And I was able to just grow stronger in the Lord with a cheerful courage. Because, because of how he'd moved in that moment from the very beginning. The truth is, it would have been harder for me to tell her my story in person. I would have been nervous. I would have been intimidated, but I would have done it. However, it was the Lord that knew I wouldn't have time or space to do that. Y'all, let's stop throwing off our confidence. Let's choose To believe and trust in the great I am, the maker of heaven and earth, the one who created us from nothing, the one who called and chose us, the one who positioned us on earth for such a time as as this he knew exactly what we would be up against and he called our names not in spite of what is going on in the world today but because of what is going on in the world today he knew that you would rely on him he knew that you would depend on him he knew that you would speak up And help others to recognize that he is the great I am, our merciful savior, our faithful king who is returning. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just bless you and we praise you. We thank you so much for your faithfulness, for your patience with us, oh God. You're never ever surprised by anything and neither do you condemn us when we choose that which is so much less than the life that you've called us to. Instead, you continue to show us compassion. You continue to use every moment as a teachable one when we bring it to you. And you continue to stir our hearts with a cheerful courage, with a confidence that comes from you and you alone, Jesus Christ. Endow us with your spirit again. And help us to step out on faith with a sense of urgency to ensure <laughs> that those whom we have the opportunity to do life with know how much you love them. We're not throwing off our confidence anymore. We're done with that. We thank you, Lord God, for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. <sighs> our time together is always such a pleasure, and I want to thank you once again for spending a little quality time